Welcome back to Y Square Pod. Before we dive into another episode, we would like to announce our sponsor. Clifftech is a design and development company working with and for private and public sector organizations. They provide business application support, document design, business intelligence support, release management, and web design services in the UK, Europe, and here in Freetown, Sierra Leone. The services offered email hosting, website hosting, graphics and design, networking, advertising and SEO, install and break fix. They also offer website designs that works not only for your business, but that has been custom built from the start, which creates an experience for customers and visitors alike. For more information, you can visit their website at cliffdeck.co.uk or email them at info at cliffdeck.co.uk. And to contact them via phone, plus 232-7673-8405. And you can visit their social media platforms on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Pro. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Bye. Bye. Hello, this is Yasmin Bilkis O'Brien. And this is Yasmin Mesh Johnson. We are Y Square Pod. Welcome back to the pod. Um, before we dive in, Yasmin's going to lead with an interesting fact. And before I say the interesting fact, I mm. want to say happy new month, guys. Oh, yes, happy new month. And happy last, last quarter, quarter of, of 2020. Year. Let's hmm. hope it's a better one. Well, we'll get into this episode. Oh, yeah, and it's one month till my birthday. So, you know, if anybody Ooh. wants to, um, you know, give me any gifts. I wish I had shouted at my own birthday. <laughs> Anyways, next TID, next TID. <laughs> okay, so the interesting fact is that for the COVID test, mm. you need to pay £80. To $80. Tra- oh, sorry. $80 <laughs> traveling to and from Sierra Leone. So yes, so you get for paying two terms. You have to pay so twice. So budget yourself and the test is valid. As long as your test is valid within seven days, it's fine. So, but yeah. Yeah, that's so not really know. interesting. It's more a fact yeah. if you're traveling to Sierra Leone. And it just ties in with our episode, which is called Lessons, Lessons of, of 2020. 2020. So this is our 36th episode. Y'all have to clap for us. We'll clap for we boo. We have tried. We're, you know, we're going to get to 50 very soon. And, you know, maybe that might be a special surprise for y'all. But before then, we just want to go back, take y'all back to 14 episodes ago, which was episode 22. 22. Uncle, Uncle Corona. Corona. Is this life? It's is like, this life? So now, you know, it's the first day of October and we have three months left, you know, the last quarter. What's going on? So Yasmin and I just wanted to talk about how this year has been. Mm, you know, we it's been to a journey. on the last five, right, that, six months, I guess. Because mm, mm. it's been something. Yeah, I mean, obviously with COVID, we're not counting the first three months, which is relatively okay. Mm. But yeah, okay, Yasmin, you want to go first? Dive in. This is like... It's not a rant episode, but, you know, we did blue mind. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think so. It goes without saying the first lesson is gratitude. Mm-hmm. This has been a very humbling year. Total thank you. Put everybody in their place. Like, you know, <laughs> you think you're important? Okay. I can't show now. But honestly, no. I, 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 I'm someone who always um, practice gratitude anyway, but obviously it's done a bit more excessively now because of this year's it's been crazy this corona and also another lesson that i've taken from 2020 is how important your lifestyle is because if you think about a lot of the people that this um disease has unfortunately affected or killed are people who they their lifestyle habits might have contributed to them falling sick Mm. um so, yeah, it's really made me look at a lot of things, like basic things like drinking more water, looking after your body, um, practicing more self-care. 
and yeah, I think they're the main things. There's some, there's some other things, but let me, I gotta make you talk first. <laughs> yeah, just to piggyback off um, gratitude, absolutely. I feel like um, I was, I've been journaling all, like off and on, but it's been off the past couple of I was months. Say, you're good, no? Because me, I just things were getting so bad. I said no. Ah, I know, I know the writing. I, I know what I was watching. Right, I'm like, not writing, but I'll I've, just I've, put like a line. I'm like, I told I'm myself tired. this last quarter, I'm gonna start journaling. Again. Same, same. But, um, yeah, so in addition to gratitude, because, you know, just be thankful for the little things, it has also been self-care. Yeah, like, this sep- the past September, I was like, you know what, I'm going for a massage, I'm going for a mani-pedi. Me, I went all out to, because, like, the year has just been moving mad. Very mad. And in line with that, um, I think one thing, of course, humbleness, definitely humility has been the biggest, one of the biggest lessons 2020. But um, on the flip side, 2020 has also taught me the power of intentionality, and the power of tongue. Yeah, now what's like, that? Eh, Intentionality. Yeah. It better be one. <laughs> <laughs> to be intentional, absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah, because like um, we all hear about like, you know, manifesting. And we talked about this a couple of episodes ago with B. Simone's, you know, book or whatever. But honestly, there's power in tongue. And like you know, there were certain things that I was like, you know what? Eh, I know so this year. <laughs> You know, it's been moving mad, but like this and this and this is what I want, you know. And sorry to cut you, yes, but did yes. you really just reference Be Simone when we slammed her book? No, we did. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I know just to come back from that like whole manifest thing, but okay, no, yeah. I'm not saying go and buy a $33 book that wasn't even worth it. <laughs> $35 we, paper, you mean? <laughs> but we moved, we moved, yeah. So, um, what was I even saying? But yeah, uh, just basically about uh, being intentional and like um, there were certain goals that at least certain things I wanted to achieve despite the year just not going according to plan. So, but it, well, from that, it also came, at least for me personally, I was able to step out of my comfort zone in some areas because I'm like, well, you know, the, the world is already moving mad, you know, I might as well move madder. So I recently dyed my hair, y'all, as you can see in my stories. I am now Goldilocks. So that was like really big for me because like before, I guess, even though it's weird, even though... Um, Predominantly, like, I, I work for myself, you know, I'm an entrepreneur and all of that. I, because I deal with people who are older in terms of, like, my clients, I always be like, oh, well, you know, but if I dye my hair, is that going to be, like, unprofessional? I was like, wait, but why do I even care? I was like, well, I do, I'm But now that I'm actually working in the formal sector, um, in development, my colleagues actually don't care. You know, my the people that I report to, they're very, like, And you're working remotely. And I work, that and, that's true, I work remotely. <laughs> so I'm just like, uh-uh, why was I even so apprehensive? I was like, I beg, please live your life. So those are the two things that, like, I'm happy that, you know, um, worked out. But honestly, it's, just, it's still, like, a day-by-day process, you know. Um, but definitely be intentional about whatever it is you plan to accomplish or seek out for the day. Because now day-by-day with the tick mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have had to go go out of their comfort zones like by force just because of this situation for example a lot of people are used to just relying on one stream of income that's true so i think also this year it's made people think that "Mm, yeah my job is cushy but maybe i should have something on the side for rainy days or Mm -hmm. you know just don't rely on one one source of income Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um another thing yeah, back to what you're saying about comfort zone, like by force, all men get for comforts. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Cool, we mm. I'll say another thing that 2020 has taught me is like patience. 
because um yeah, you have, I mean, patience and it has brought a level of calmness. I know in the beginning we're talking about, okay, these are things that you can do to kind of like hype yourself up. Like now that the borders are closed, we have no reason not to, you know, work on that project you wanted to work on or take that online class you wanted to take. So I just feel like it has um, definitely brought more calmness in that regard. Like I'm able to block out uh, certain um, external noises and just focus on what I need to focus on and just yeah just being more patient with myself that's mm-hmm. one and just with others because now you kind of think on the flip side like oh well you don't know what this person is facing you know COVID has disrupted so many areas of life so just yeah just to be more um, compassionate I'll say mm-hmm. to be more compassionate it's funny mm-hmm. you said that about being compassionate because I feel like a lot of the time on social media now, there's this whole trend of be kind, be kind. You don't know oh, what yeah. someone's going through. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends who I follow on social, she's so funny. She was just like, to be honest, if you have to know what someone else is going through to be kind, that means you were never a kind person in the first place. I was True. like, word, that is a word. Absolutely. But um, what I wanted to say is that, yeah, I think this time has given everybody the chance to actually think. And I don't think a lot of people have had this amount of time to really contemplate and think about their mm-hmm. their life decisions and their directions and what they want to do. So um, yeah, and a lot of people, it's like their first time spending this um, like a lot of time with their partners or family relatives. Yeah, or in the country. Um, for those who um, who travel a lot, like I haven't left the country since uh, February. I know Yasmin hasn't left the country I at left. all. Yeah, <laughs> dear, I'm not going anywhere. So. Um, yeah, but now that things are, at least in Africa, because we're seeing what you people are misbehaving, how you people are misbehaving in Europe and in the United States, but um, at least in this part of the world, in West Africa, the cases are slowing down and, you know, our borders have reopened. Airspace is not land necessarily. But anyways, yeah, but um, for work, I possibly may be traveling. So just the idea of, like, traveling during a pandemic is also something I'm looking forward to in quotes, uh, documenting. Just something, I guess, that I'll have to experience because it's not a choice. Obviously, for vacation, I wouldn't have gone. But, um, yeah, just another um, another perspective, yeah, the 2020. Just n- nothing I would ever, like, fathom to travel during a pandemic. And I have a couple of friends, like, you know, your friend Hannah, mm-hmm. she traveled and she was um, evacuated, you know, during a pandemic. So things like that. Me, I have no desire to travel. That thing looks, I don't too, blame in, that you. looks too invasive. That thing they pop your nose. Yeah, no, that's not yeah the COVID portion. test. I saw so many yeah, like, just things on Twitter. And just do the most. No, mm-hmm. no, no. no. Oh, I, there was something I wanted to say, but it completely escaped me. Oh, it's back, it's back. Mm-hmm. Um, so why do you think that is, that the cases are so much lower here? I have a theory. Oh, tell us, I have, sister. I have two. Because I know BBC wants to kill us, so... You know, it's every day with the the silly headlines. Why hasn't it spread so much in Africa? So my first theory is that our diet is a big contributing factor to why the the rate is lower. I don't know. I think what we eat is fresher. Mm. Potentially that that might have something to do with it, you know, lifestyle. Okay. My other theory is there's so many other things the African body is battling. (laughs) Like, <laughs> Corona, you did be in. This is in the back of the queue. We, you know, there's malaria, there's typhoid. There's other things that True. we're dealing with. So, I don't know. Maybe we just have better resistance because of that. Because we're dealing with other kind of things on a regular basis. 
I feel like, um, you know, first of all, it was the last continent for it to uh, spread. That was one. But because Africa is not as, despite us having all the raw materials and basically providing the backbone for Western economies, I just feel because we're not as industrialized as them, there are just certain um, uh, surface contact, uh, contact surfaces that the virus can't thrive in. You know, mm. like, you know, the tube was shut down in London. Um, there are just certain things that you couldn't use, like your day-to-day thing. We don't have... You know, it's not everywhere that you have, like, you know, the metro system or uh, elevators. It's not everywhere. Sorry, we guess so. <laughs> we have in other African countries that they use oh, trains. True, true, yeah. True, well, you just don't live in that kind of economy. Mm, yes. Yeah, and Metz Johnson. Yes. Okay, yeah. It's a futuristic salon with trains. That'd oh, be my cool. God in power. You know, in Alayo, they had it during the colonial days. But yeah, I feel like that's one thing. Um, I do think that industrialization was also a key factor for the spread because in the West, everyone's like, no, man, I get for work. You know, either way, I gotta go get that bread. So you want grain, we don't let you ooze to the supermarket, to work, to, you know, God knows where. You don't pass pass all side. Mm. But for us, for the most part, it's home and back. That's it. Or school, or, you know, maybe you have one or two places. And then because of that, um, our economies are set up the way they are because of, you know, colonialism. So, like, the places that are most developed are the urban areas. A lot of urban people, not all of them are going to their villages Mm -hmm. or come from a village. So, for us, that's why it's mostly been in, like, the capitals or in the urban areas. So, fortunately, people in rural communities have not gotten it and they will not get it. So we've been able to control the spread. At least in Salono, we were able to control it. I mean, but I've seen the same thing in Liberia and other places. What are the current stats? Do you know? For Salon right now? Yeah. Um, I think yesterday we had seven new cases. But deaths? But still under 10. Oh, deaths 72, like 73. 70s, yeah. Yeah, so early 70s. So that, that's why I think that um, we've been able to go so far. Like all of our stats combined in Africa is less than one European country, less than the UK, for example. Yeah. So that's my theory. I feel like it's industrialization um, that has played a role in slowing it down for it us. It looks like the UK are about to do a second lockdown. That's what I see. But do you know what was so crazy about the UK? I don't understand why. I, I don't know if you heard. They did this scheme called Eat Out to Help Out. Yes, so I like, know. The government would pay like or give you a discount yeah on, for on you going meal. to patronize restaurants yeah. yeah but then i'm sure that would have participated in Obviously. the spread of this now and then some lockdown. universities they're they're um they're giving students a choice if they want to have like um real-time teaching time or online it's a pandemic Imagine that you're paying why nine grand for that i was like why would you even make that a choice no just say by by fire or force Online school, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have a friend who uh, was saying that at her university, there are two cases, but she's not going because her neighboring university has 600 cases. And so I say, hey, in the UK. Oh. What? Oh, Bojo. <laughs> <laughs> Bojo, you're not trying. <laughs> I know they call the prime minister by your name. Not Bojo, I call that. Boris Johnson, Bojo. <laughs> <laughs> so that's about, huh? I even wanted to say, hey, yes, you know, let's do like a um, affirmation for 2021. But you know what? Let's survive 2021st. I think that's integral. And mm-hmm. then, you know, in December, that we can, can do a plans. little, yeah. But okay, but let us do think forward because we still have to be positive despite all the negativity. What are three things that you have uh, planned or looking forward to the next, apart from your birthday, you know, Quant? Aww. Aww. <laughs> the next quarter. Oh. The last quarter. That is a very good question. 
So I'm hoping within the next quarter that I qualify as a project manager. Woo! Yeah, so I've been doing some online studies. Mm-hmm. So that's one of them. Second one. Oh, can I include my birthday? Really, Fine. I don't have a lot. Yeah, so my She's birthday. <laughs> my birthday qualifies as a project manager. Ooh. And and hmm, number three, number three. Just the same old. Try and make more content. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's about it. What about you, yes? Um, I'll say number one. I've also been doing online learning, as you know. So there's this really cool course about um fundraising especially for social enterprises so as i try to scale up ori i would like to learn especially in a pandemic so it's very like contextualized to covid context so i'm happy about that so that's one finish my online class it's eight weeks um two i would say i'm with hello um sierra Leone renowned um travel itinerary consultant and blogger so i was like hey we need to travel salon i wrote a post about um on world tourism day which is september 27th and i uh talked about five places to visit in sierra leone and when i was getting all the pictures and the facts for the national park um where there are hippos utamba uh kilimi in the north i was like Yes, we have to go. So December, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing more of Sierra Leone. I what recently went to Kabbalah and I loved it. So I'm looking forward to more of Salon. That's two. And number three, um, my fitness journey. Yeah, looking forward to that. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, how did I not mention that? Eh, well, my, fitness, my fitness journey. <laughs> Actually, I'm changing mine. So my fitness journey, um, so <laughs> hashtag weight gain. <laughs> my fitness journey, more monies and more money. Project manager, yeah. Yes, so yes. Three. So that's it. Nice. What else have you learned this year, Yas? Or what else has 2020 taught you? Um, I think that's it pretty much, you I know. have a few. Okay, okay no, go so ahead. Maybe I'll piggyback I off say you. I have a few. To be honest, there's only one more. That's <laughs> really been a highlight for me this year. This year, mm. I don't know if I was naive, but Uh-oh. this year really made me realize, and I tweeted about this a couple of months ago, mm. how unprotected black women are worldwide. Like, uh. it doesn't matter where we are in the world. I just feel like we are the most unprotected. And I think what triggered this thought was just the injustice that happened yeah. to Breonna Taylor, mm-hmm. um, the treatment of Megan, um, look at me call her Megan, <laughs> Megan the Stadium. Yeah. Like when she got shot, yeah. like there was just no, like if you saw the way people were treating her, I was just like, that made it a meme basically. Yeah. We are literally so like not safe anywhere. I agree. I agree. Even here, like really. You know, how, and it's not just like on um, in public social life. I mean, even in health, care like uh black women are three or four more times likely to die yeah, that was a YouTube in childbirth yeah than weekend. their white counterparts mm-hmm. i was like what in every spectrum it just seems so like, everywhere there's some the kind of racial bias yeah and even like if you just compare like i know you shouldn't compare the two mm-hmm. but still they both died if you compare like the outreach and the sympathy and the kind of compassion that george floyd got in comparison to brianna taylor mm, like, that's, that's that speaks volumes for me yeah and it's just yeah I, it's almost like I knew it but then I this year I really I said ah yeah it just really kind of affirmed what you yes, had already been this thinking 2020 co-signed it mm. like wow and really wow. it's been very uh, it's been very heart-wrenching you know uh, just seeing this and you think because these are more developed countries in quotes that they'll have higher um, human higher regard for human rights but they don't you know they're the most racially racist country most racist countries ever racist countries ever and um it just shows and it even shows you know here not necessarily in terms of race but even in Sierra Leone 
you know, we have the highest um, child, um, highest maternal uh, mortality rates in the world. In, and in this five months, or the past five months, I've I've actually heard of a few like mm-hmm. people that you know, people that yeah. I know. Well, people that they know that have passed, right? But it's just like Giving wow, birth. that's mm. crazy. And it's usually things that are like you know preventable. Yeah, like things like um, like blood loss. Like in yeah, the UK, you'd okay. have like medicine for that, like that would mm. um, kind of like clot up your your blood so oh. it will stop and be solid, so it won't um, flow as much. Right. And it's just like these, all of this is they so preventable. And this big twenty twenty. Yeah. I'm telling you. No, so I really hope they find this vaccine. So we can just go on and move on with our lives as best as possible. Of course, we've said, oh, it'll be a new normal, it'll be a new normal. Yeah, whatever. You know, create up whatever. Happiness and peace is subjective. So whatever a normal is for you that has those two elements, go for it. We're not trying to go back to where we were because clearly COVID has exposed us and we were not doing things right then anyways. So we need to build a more diverse and inclusive society where we can put into account all of these social issue factors and... Yeah, just have a better tomorrow because this whole 2030 sustainability, uh, sustainable development goals, how are we going to reach them now? That's only 10 years away. How are we going to reach them? I have no idea. With Black Lives Matter and um, the the Muslims um, that are in concentration camps in China and the the conflicts in Yemen and Syria. When was the last time you went to the States, yes? Yeah, from when I left, 2014. I didn't go back. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I re- I've realized yesterday, I haven't been since I was 21. Mm-hmm. That's a few years ago, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I don't think I'm going back anytime soon. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Are you voting? Oh, yeah, I'll still vote, you know, but um, I'm going to just put this out there. I am a registered Democrat, okay? I've always been... I voted for Obama. I voted for Hillary. But this one, hey, this... Did <laughs> <laughs> you the debate? I didn't, but I saw I've the clips on clips. Twitter. Oh, yeah, boy. same. I read the CNN write-up. American, I please. Oh, my goodness. With good conscience. I'm not saying those who are voting for him are bad or no. I'm just saying me personally. I cannot vote for Joe Biden because of all the rape allegations and you know eh, he has rape allegations but one to two in Bill my sister so that's one they're like oh no you know just Iban for Joe we don't want Trump to win but where were you people when I was begging you to vote for Hillary what did y'all say oh no she's corrupt nah 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 so the same thing I was talking about how black women are unprotected what about women validity in public life why did you not back up um hillary Hillary clinton yeah and statistics show that it was white women who were the highest voters of trump in 2016 well well, you ain't gonna support your sister oh all right so oh karen's uh, it it has oh karen's (laughs) oh karen's so i'm just like i am not voting for um biden and of course i'm not voting for trump yeah, I'm hippie it's for the libertarian or whatever. I will read something so I'm more informed and I'll make my votes. Or I'll just cast a, bank, a blank ba- ballot. I ain't got time for that. I live in Sierra Leone. I have my own issues here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you heard it from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, you have no more lessons? I don't have any lessons, you know. It's been short and sweet. I have one more lesson. Mm-hmm, go okay. ahead. So my last lesson that I've learned is I think it's okay to outgrow things. And I've had that realization 
whilst having the time to think mm. because I've been really thinking about things especially when people ask me like so why did you move to Sierra Leone because I'm a very impulsive person mm-hmm. so I feel like even having this time it's made me really digest my thought process and why I did things um yeah so I'll, I'll give an example so my background is um in interiors interior design interior architecture I studied interior architecture and I've worked in it in the UK and in Senegal and I realized I'm good at it but I didn't enjoy it like I didn't like it if you got what I mean mm-hmm. as in I just didn't like everything that came with it so now I've realized I've kind of pinpointed what I liked about the job role mm-hmm. rather than everything about it and because it's a lot you would do like you do the design, you do procurement, you'd have to laser people. And it was just very draining and felt like too much for what I was getting, if I'm mm. being very honest. So, yeah, I feel like I'm very much in the state of mind of preserving my energy. Mm. So it's not that I don't still provide the services and I don't do the work. I just do the aspects of it that I like. Okay. So, um, yeah, but more on that to come. Mm-hmm. So. I will be well I still offer it at the moment it's just services in terms of like visuals graphics architectural drawings fine mm-hmm. I don't mind doing that that's okay. fine but yeah I feel like having the time to realise that oh okay it's this part I liked about my job it's mm. this part I didn't like about my job oh I didn't have to do all of it right so um, yeah I've yeah I've realised it's fine actually, to outgrow you know, you're, you're right you're, you're actually right I think about that like since I came back to Sweden I've been teaching for the past six years and uh teaching is great i think it's very rewarding i feel like everyone in their life whether paid or not paid should be a teacher at some point in their life i think it's a great way to give back to society mm-hmm. but in line with that um we know that teaching is not the uh the most lucrative position and i i, I didn't do it for the money of course you know I, I would have done something else that was more lucrative like translation but um they're the same thing i realized you know the past six seven years and also with COVID, that you can also outgrow things. I always love teaching, but the way I want to go about things, especially like as I expand and um, take on new responsibilities, I want to, um, I guess COVID has presented the opportunity to be more digital. Like instead of always teaching in real time to translate my classes online, exactly. things like that. So in real time, I can focus on other ventures and, you know, just Living life full, basically. So, um, yeah, the same thing. There's some parts of teaching that I despise. There's some parts that I really like. So this year has also um, given me the opportunity to analyze what I like about it and how can I also use those skills to build others, like do like research or education management. That I think I would really like, mm-hmm. you know, doing the behind the scenes, like lesson plans. I don't mind designing those kind of things. Yeah. But sometimes the actual um, acts of teaching, because... Essentially, you, you are putting on a face. You're not always that same persona. You have to put a different persona. Like, I may come into the classroom with a bad mood, but oh, it doesn't matter. I have 20 students to teach. This is what it is. So that's one thing that uh, COVID has also taught me, just to look at uh, not so much education, but the bigger thing as education. Um, so teaching, but, you know, education, rather, and how I can kind of um, um, maneuver myself in the education field yeah it's like you have to find what you're good at mm-hmm. and what you like and do it yes and it sounds a lot easier than just than doing it, actually, it to get a check it actually is yeah but sometimes you are in a position where it's like you yeah. like it but you're not that good at it or vice versa you're good at it but you don't like it so absolutely you just have to find the balance um you mentioned remote working mm-hmm. what do you think 
like how do you think most businesses and organizations are going to go on from here on out is it something that's here to stay do you think people are going to go back to the offices I think well for those who like own their own business uh, run their own business and uh, they have a physical presence like for example stores or like restaurants some people unfortunately because of shop rents and whatever they shut down but not just in Sierra Leone but I feel like this is the rise of a digital economy mm-hmm. so wherein like you like right now there's um, there are e-grocery uh, people like I've seen a couple of Instagram pages pop up like um, they call themselves like well I'm not going to shout anyone out but like you know the market people like oh yeah you know we go to the market for you we drop it off for a fee things like that I'm like oh that's cool maybe you don't want to go to the market so you literally get to select like they have their packages and you can select what you want mm-hmm. uh, likewise with um, in other countries I've seen the same model in Ghana and Nigeria so it's good that I'm now seeing it in Sierra Leone so I feel like it will give rise to digital economy I feel like um, also the internet tariffs will continue to decrease because over, since I came back in 2014 it has steadily decreased which is fantastic and the speed has also increased as well. So I feel like that's one thing, that the digital age um, will uh, continue to uh, increase. Yeah, the, di- the digital penetration rates in Sierra Leone will increase. Because um, in 2016, at that time, it was like 5%. Now it's 25%. So in less than five years, it has almost um, gone, by five, gone up by 500%, which is like amazing. So that is something that I see. Um, will people still work in offices? Yes. No matter where you are, there are people who are very conventional, very nine to five. They fit the status quo. But I, I don't think they'll be going cool. back into the office next year, though. But it not, not all places. But yeah, maybe they'll do like the part remote thing or whatnot. But yeah, for sure. Definitely, so definitely a huge contribution to digital economy. Yeah. On that note, I really hope just Sierra Leone gets a grasp of the digital space in general because mm, we're, we're still so behind and I hope I know like a few banks do it but I really hope it's a thing of like internet banking becomes like the, a the norm society. yeah a cash for a cash money society especially when the highest note here is 10,000 that's mm, just so that's about a dollar for annoying. now so yeah so just imagine going out with 500,000 exactly. in your little wallet which is like $50 but still yeah and the same thing with the ATMs. They need to increase because now, because back then, back then when I first came in 2014, 400000 was $100. So obviously that's a lot of money. Not everyone is going to withdraw that. But now 400000 is only $40. So obviously oh. I'm not going to say my solution is not to increase the, um, the notes. No, we even have issues breaking a 5000 year note. Absolutely not. But at least to increase the allowance from the ATM machines because that would help too because every time you withdraw 400,000 euros they incur a charge so it, it'll be more expensive for you mm. it's a little charge but I mean charges add up so yeah I think that's one thing um, but what are two or three things that you would um, you would advise uh, listeners for 2020 the rest of 2020 the rest of 2020 mm-hmm. what are like uh, parting tips or something um I would say don't be hard on yourself mm. and try to enjoy the rest of what is to come. Mm-hmm. That's my advice too. What about you? No, same. I just have one, you know, chop this life before it chops you. Simple. <laughs> I love that one. Simple. <laughs> no long thing. Just chop uh, this life. My cousin it chops called you. me the other day and she was like, Oh, me and my hubby, we've booked um a trip to Malta but you know I don't want to get I don't want to get um corona on the plane. I'm so scared, but I really need a holiday. I was like, you know what? I was like, just go. Just God, go. God day. God like, day. You know. Mm. You have to live your life, Sha. Mm. Ah, 
Say, say the saying again. Oh, uh, chop life. Chop life. Uh, yeah, don't, well, let, don't let chop. Li- don't let talk chop it. Let's say again. Chop, chop life. Don't, don't let chop life chop okay, you. I'm just gonna let y'all say it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So those are our lessons for 2020. We hope that this resonated with you all, or at least gave you a better insight. And uh, we are wishing you all success and prosperity and blessings for the rest of the quarter and of course great episodes to come and new guests to come yeah oh and also mm. we have a special this month we will be doing an IG live but yes. we will drop the date later we'll let on. you know so we'll on know. Instagram live so please tune in at White Square Pod mm-hmm. and, and so Yaz is going to give us the salon proverb yep so the proverb of the day is uh, wasting breeze don't blow <clears throat> it don't blow it basically means it is what it, it is. is. What it is. Okay. So, right. So whatever <laughs> outcome has occurred uh, um, has to be accepted, no matter how unexpected or undesirable it may be. That is so true. That's pretty much sums up how twenty twenty. Yeah, has that been. sums up the year. Uh huh. <clears throat> pretty much. No hesitation. <laughs> okay. And if you want to further conversation or you know what we put on socials, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Y Square Pod. Until next time, guys. Bye. We would like to announce our sponsor. Clifftech is a design and development company working with and for private and public sector organizations. They provide business application support, document design, business intelligence support, release management and web design services in the UK, Europe and here in Freetown, Sierra Leone. The services offered email hosting, website hosting, graphics and design, networking, advertising and SEO, install and break fix. They also offer website designs that works not only for your business, but that has been custom built from the start, which creates an experience for customers and visitors alike. For more information, you can visit their website at cliffdeck.co.uk or email them at info at cliffdeck.co.uk. And to contact them via phone, plus 232-7673-8405. And you can visit their social media platforms on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Pro. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Bye. Bye.